Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. It's brought to you by G3. You've got grain to sell? We're buying. G3 grain elevators in Saskatchewan are open for business and want to buy your grain. Find a G3 grain elevator near you today at g3smarter.ca. And brought to you by Seedmaster. Visit seedmaster.ca to register for their Ultra SR virtual Q&A on June 18th. That's today. The latest crop report in just a moment. And good afternoon. We have a busy show for you today. We have the latest crop report. We talked to the president of Canadian Western Agribition. Following yesterday's announcement, the fall show is postponed to next year. Plaid for Dad is today's feature on real agriculture. We have a look at Manitoba's crop report and talk to the new director of the Crop Development Centre in Saskatoon. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by the Candiac Auction Mart. To consign your cattle, call them today at 424-2967. And Canadian Hail Agencies, providing you hail insurance for 25 years. Contact your broker today to see why Canadian hail adjusters are voted the best in the industry. Seeding is virtually complete across Saskatchewan, according to the latest crop report. Provincial Crops Extension Specialist Sarah Tetland says there was rainfall this week in many areas, but some producers are still concerned about moisture conditions. So seeding is virtually complete throughout the province. Some farmers are still planning to seed green feed, and there were some areas specifically in the northwest region where they did receive quite a bit of rainfall the last couple weeks. So some farmers were out in the field trying to finish up seeding in those fields. And there also has actually been reports of reseeding in certain areas, particularly where it has been quite dry and there hasn't been good emergence of smaller seeded crops and also due to insect damage. Where has the receding been done? Um, most of it has been in more of the southern regions and the east central regions. Um, it has been quite dry uh, in these areas the last couple of weeks. So the canola plants have shown kind of spotty emergence in these areas. So there have been reports of some people reseeding for that reason. And similarly, insect, the insect damage has been found throughout the province. So it kind of has been widespread um, areas that it has been quite dry there has been kind of slowed growth of canola and this has had been able to allow flea beetles to feed a little longer on these plants in these regions but we did have some rainfall just where and how much yeah so there was some rainfall throughout most of the province Particularly, the Humboldt area received the highest amount of rain this week with 71 millimeters. And most of this rain came down quite fast on Sunday. So there actually was uh, reports of localized flooding in this area as well. Um, There was kind of some rainfall throughout most of the province as well. And I know um, the last couple days down in the south here, we have received some more rain too, which is really welcome. But we need more? Uh, I think we we could use more. When we look at the moisture conditions, 
Uh, provincially, the topsoil moisture conditions have remained relatively around the same levels as last week. But when we break it down by region, the southern regions and the east central region, the topsoil moisture conditions have continued to slightly decline in these areas due to lack of rainfall. So I think the rain, rain that we are getting now and any more that we do get will be welcome in these areas. Tell me a little bit about the crop development. Uh, what stage is it and uh, conditions? So currently when we look at the province, crop conditions across the province range from fair to good. Some of the earlier seeded crops, they're doing quite well just with the moisture that was available. Um, but later seeded crops such as canola have had some issues with germination. We have seen patchy germinations and uh, reduced crop development due to that lack of moisture. When we look at uh, developmental time for this time of year, uh, provincially 79% of fall cereals, 70% of spring cereals, 63% of oilseed crops, and 80% of pulse crops are at their normal development for this time of year. So for the most part, the crops are doing fairly well. How is emergence, and uh, what were some of the main causes of crop loss this past week? So emergence has been pretty good in most regions for most crops. As I mentioned before, um, there has been some reduced germination and emergence of those later seeded crops, particularly of canola, and we have seen spotty emergence in some fields. Most of the crop damage this week has been due to the continuous strong winds throughout the province and also uh, caused by insect pests such as cutworms and flea beetles. Certain parts of the province that didn't receive a lot of rainfall this past week have also reported that just due to the dry soil conditions, they have seen some crop damage and reduced crop development. There also has been cool temperatures in more of the northern and eastern parts of the province, and there have been reports of some frost and hail in these areas. And currently, farmers are still assessing on what kind of damage that has caused. But there has been some reseeding. Yeah, there has been some reseeding reported, and that has been due to dry conditions and then also due to the insect pests. Provincial Crops Extension Specialist Sarah Tetland compiles the weekly crop report for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. This segment is brought to you by the Canadian Canola Growers Association, helping farmers succeed for over 35 years. Visit ccga.ca to learn more. And brought to you by Selford Group. Get the best price on new Selford equipment before July 3rd. Call your Selford equipment dealer or visit selfordgroup.com. The Saskatchewan Health Authority has declared a COVID-19 outbreak in the rural municipality of Maple Creek. That's in southwest Saskatchewan after a cluster of cases were identified in the area on two Hutterite colonies. The SHA says two members of a rural household in the area initially tested positive for the virus last week, with 14 more positive cases being confirmed Wednesday. Contact tracing and active case finding has started, with cases being investigated for connection to interprovincial travel to Alberta as well as travel in the area. The SHA is reminding residents in the area to self-monitor for symptoms and take required actions to prevent further spread. Canadian Western Agribition has cancelled its major show for this fall due to COVID-19. President Chris Lee says the decision to hold the 50th anniversary show next year was difficult, but health and safety is the priority for the week-long show. Well, simply from the fact that, uh, you know, at this point in time, we don't have enough answers, and we certainly, the, the first thing Agribition wants to do is look after their family, and 
our exhibitors and our guests and our overseas people and anybody that's here attending. Um, at this point in time, it just seemed to be the safest thing to do. Seems like, though, it's going to have a big impact for this year on exhibitors, will it? Oh, definitely. I, You know, the exhibitors were, were very much looking forward to having a show. Uh, exhibition was, this year was going to be the last item on the menu, and uh, certainly, you know, our cattle exhibitors and our trade show people are definitely wanting to be here, but they're very understanding, and uh, they realize that, you know, this is something that nobody ever planned. It's just here, and uh, we had to deal with it. As the cattle industry has had to, how about yourself on the ranch? How's that going? Well, it's good at the moment. Um, we could certainly use some more rain, um, but we've had, oh, I guess, about an inch and a half over the last month or so. So it's green and cows are in pasture, and, uh, there's, you know, there's a hay crop starting to grow, but we could certainly use some more rain. What impact do you see this having on aggravation itself financially? Well, it's definitely going to be be tough, but we have some programs, you know, that we're still going to be able to operate on, and uh, we have a tremendous staff here, and they're they're going to be working on some programs and some new new things to do this fall a little bit, and uh, you know what the work they've done planning for 2020 will just carry over to 21, and we're we're definitely planning on going forward and having a very successful 50th anniversary show. Anything planned for this fall at all? I talked with Chris Lane earlier, and he said they'll spend the summer looking at some ideas. They've got some ideas, and I know they're still working on it. It's all brand new to all of us. You know, uh, the show got canceled this morning, and so they're going to be putting their heads together. We'll all do that, and we'll definitely come up with some plans. This also has, though, a big blow to the economy of Saskatchewan. Uh, it's huge. I mean, I I, uh, I know what it does there. Dear Regina and uh, even the livestock industry, I mean, we have this event, Jim, you know, it's a, it's not a small town fair. It's a world-class event and people are, people are certainly saying, oh my God, I wish it wasn't going to happen, but they certainly are understanding that it's the reality right now and all we can do is hope it gets better. So you're hoping for 2021, the show will be back on uh, full burner? 21 will be back full burner and bigger and better than ever is our plan. Chris Lee's ranches near Arcola in southeast Saskatchewan and is president of Canadian Western Agribition. The 50th anniversary show will be held November 22nd to 27th, 2021. The show annually costs about $4 million and earns on average about $4.4 million a year. It generates over $70 million in the economy. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney on The Source, 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update brought to you by the Canola School. Get canola agronomic information when you need it on your smartphone, tablet, or laptop. Our library of timely agronomic information is free and available at canolaschool.com. Sean Haney here with realagriculture.com and Real Ag Radio. Well, typically in the Real Ag update, we discuss, you know, agricultural issues. Well, today we're going to discuss an issue that impacts our industry and that is prostate cancer our guest is robin spear he is based out of north battleford saskatchewan coming up this weekend it is father's day weekend it's a big weekend for a, a lot of the audience i'm although i'm sure a lot of the audience might have their butt strapped to a sprayer if there's no wind um <laughs> you you've been very very passionate about a campaign that is uh, i believe it's in the seventh year uh, called Plaid for Dad, and it has to do with prostate cancer. T- tell us about the initiative. Yeah, for sure. Plaid for Dad is uh, it's a campaign uh, designed to raise awareness 
and funds uh, towards the you know support for the one in nine Canadian men who will be diagnosed with prostate cancer in their lifetimes. Uh, prostate cancer is the most common cancer in in Canadian men, um, and so yeah, this campaign was launched in in 2015. Um, and to raise awareness for those affected by the disease. Um, and it's just a fun, easy, accessible campaign in the Father's Day season where we're encouraging folks to uh, wear plaid on this coming Friday before Father's Day on June 19th. That's the official day and through the weekend. And we're encouraging participants, uh, you know, individuals as well as businesses, uh, workplaces, to, uh, you know, wear your best plaid this Friday and then share photos online, uh, posting them using the, the hashtag plaid for dad, which uh, helps show support, helps uh, spread the word, raises awareness uh, of this uh, of this disease. And uh, in fact, this year, uh, Janssen is a sponsor and they're going to donate $5 uh, for every photo uh, posted with the hashtag plaid for dad. So encourage all your listeners, um, you know, some some folks in the ag sector and in, uh, in uh, rural Canada have been known to wear plaid the odd time, Sean. Uh, so, you know, take that plaid out of your, uh, your wardrobe this Friday for, uh, for a great uh, fun cause. Some, some people wear it every day, Robin, but like not, not the <laughs> odd time. You, I think you got to reframe that. It's like, every, so basically June 19th this Friday is like any other day for some people. <laughs> It is, it is, you know, and it, it, you know, you mentioned that that's true. Right. And I, I've got some, uh, you know, folks have seen in my years past, I've got some fun, uh, you know, Don Cherry esque plaid suits. Uh, but you know, that, that work workplace that world has changed a little bit during the pandemic. Um, mm. But folks, you know, are certainly on zoom and WebEx and teams and they're doing, doing meets and things, uh, video conferencing. Uh, so that's an opportunity and, and some workplaces are, are reopening and getting back to normal, uh, thankfully. And then just, individuals uh, out and about uh, you know social distancing uh, still I guess uh, but uh, yeah wearing uh, wearing plaid uh, this uh, this season whether it's formal uh, or not now you said it was the most common cancer among men uh, but was you did you say one in eight one in nine, one in uh, nine. Canadian men okay. is, is the number right now and that's that's a high number that is the most common cancer uh, diagnosed in uh, in men um, you know 11 Canadian men uh, die every day from this disease there should be nobody being diagnosed with stage four at this point. Uh, you know, have conversations with your physician. If you've got a history of it in your, your family, uh, you're going to want to get tested a little bit earlier, uh, you know, 40, 45, otherwise sort of 50 is, is the standard. Um, but it's, it's good news, you know, and, and dollars raised for Plaid for Dad uh, just by simply posting photos at that hashtag and donating on PlaidForDad.ca. A lot of this, uh, cutting-edge, groundbreaking research is happening uh, right here in Canada and, uh, you know, right here in, in Western Canada, too. There's uh, some very exciting stuff going on in, in Saskatoon, looking at uh, what cholesterol drugs do with, with testosterone and how that affects advanced prostate cancer. Um, you know, there's uh, advanced diagnosis with blood tests being developed in Calgary. Um, really exciting stuff happening right here, and, uh, and that's, uh, that's where those dollars go to, uh, to improve those outcomes. Great news. Plaidfordad.ca. The hashtag is Plaidfordad. Take your photos. Come on, break out the plaid. I know you got it in the closet. Get it on and uh, take some of those pictures and use those hashtags. Uh, great stuff. Hey, Robin, really appreciate you joining us. A very, very important topic, and we got to get the Real Ag audience involved here. So uh, thanks a lot. Absolutely. We'll look forward to your photo Friday, and uh, happy uh, Father's Day, Sean. This has been your Real Agriculture update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com.
Canola and its beautiful bright yellow flower blankets the prairies every growing season with 20 million plus acres. There's one place you need to go to get all your canola agronomic information, canolaschool.com. That's where you'll find all you need to know about seeding, disease, weeds and insects, harvest and marketing. Engaging and informative content all at your fingertips when you need the information. Visit canolaschool.com brought to you by Invigor Hybrid Canola and BSF Canada. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Get ready for seeding with New Holland equipment from Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin or Devin at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast, periods of rain today, wind north 30, the high 11, the low 5 degrees. Friday, mainly cloudy, 30% chance of rain tomorrow, wind west 30, the high 17 for Friday, the low 7. Saturday, partly cloudy, the high 20, and a low of 8 degrees. Sunday, sunny, the high 20, the low 7. Monday, sunny sky, the high 21, the low 11. Tuesday, sunny, the high 22, the low 12. Wednesday, sunny, the high 24. Normal high for this date, 24, the normal low, 10 degrees. The sun rose at 447 this morning. It sets at 913 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is up north. Stony Rapids is 17 right now. The cold spot, pretty fair up north. Hudson Bay, Saskatchewan, at 6 degrees. Around the province, Estevan is 10. Saskatoon, 13. Swift Current, Weyburn, and Yorkton, all 9 degrees. In Regina, with light rain, it's 7. That's 45 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north-northwest, 24, gusting to 38. Humidity, 94%. The barometer rising, 101.8. Light rain and moose jaw as well, 8 degrees, winds are from the northwest at 26. Once again, Regina, light rain and 7, that's 45 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. This portion of Saskatchewan agriculture today is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougall Auctioneers. McDougallAuctions.com And Sask Municipal Hail Insurance. Farmers, get your spot loss hail insurance with SMHI online or connect with an agent. Storms are unpredictable. SMHI isn't. Seeding is near completion across Manitoba. Manitoba Agriculture Crop Specialist Dane Fraze says spring seeding is about 97% complete. Southwest Manitoba is the least advanced at 88% because of recent rainfall, which also was hit by heavy winds and hail. And he says some reseeding will be necessary. By and large, crop emergence is really good. Uh, those crops that were able to get in the ground uh, with relative, in a relatively timely manner have found soil moisture and are emerging well. Flea um, beetles do become a concern in canola crops as, as they emerge, so producers are keeping an eye on that. However, as crops advance a little bit more, we do see some crops start to struggle, particularly if they run into a dry topsoil or those dry hot winds have um, taken that moisture out because sidewall trench smearing was an issue when seeding. Uh, the seed got roughed in. It didn't have the nice seedbed conditions we would have liked. Uh, so some of those root developments are hampered right now until we get a little more rain to soften up the soil again. He says rain is needed in the southwest part of Manitoba, and Frey says cattle are now out in the pasture. All cattle are now out on pasture. However, pastures are still struggling to produce enough um, feed in order to, to keep those cattle fed. So, so there is still some, some supplementation ongoing. Um, 
But with the cooler overnight temperatures in the last two weeks or about two weeks ago, that has limited some forage regrowth, particularly in alfalfa, where um, cold or even in some cases frost damage might have limited uh, forage availability. So they're looking at lower yields there on those pastures and haylands and uh, certainly hoping for some warmer weather weather to keep regrowth coming. Phrase says crops have come up in northwest Manitoba. It has come along fairly well. Uh, the reseeded crops uh, are now up as well, given that soil temperatures are quite warm. And they jumped out of the ground fairly well. So reseeding at Dawson, Swan River, Robin areas occurred due to wind and dry soil conditions uh, that caused issues with some of the emergence uh, through those crusted soils. Fray says haying in northwest Manitoba is about to start. Grasses are already going to seed, and first cut hay yields will be below average due to the cool and dry spring conditions. As for pests, flea um, beetles are still uh, a pest of concern with the canola that's emerging late. There has been uh, widespread flea beetle pressure across much of Manitoba, so producers are having to watch those crops carefully as well as uh, scouting for cutworms, grasshoppers, and armyworms. Those are now uh, arriving on the scene, and uh, control is, is warranted on a case-by-case basis. Dane Fraze is a crop specialist with Manitoba Agriculture. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And by the REMAX Crown Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth online at landforsalesask.ca. The University of Saskatchewan's Crop Development Centre has appointed a new director. Curtis Posniak is a well-known wheat breeder and geneticist who leads an extensive research program that has released 15 new crop varieties since 2003. He also played a key role in the global effort to sequence the Durham wheat genome. Posniak will continue his plant breeding research, but 30% of his time will now go towards his director duties managing relationship with a large number of uh, funders and partners, uh, making sure that that's working well, as well as, you know, what are the gaps that we need to fill and, and, and moving those portfolios forward. The Crop Development Centre receives funding from several sources, including the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture, private companies, and various producer commissions. One of the first tasks I think I'll take on as director is meeting with each of those commissions and, and better understanding their needs as an industry and, and what we can do at the CDC to move their particular sector of the industry forward in terms of uh, a variety release. Seed royalties will be another issue on Posniak's radar. Most farm groups do not support two proposals under consideration by Agriculture Canada and the Canadian Food Inspection Agency. Consultations on trailing and endpoint royalties have been on the back burner during the COVID-19 pandemic. This winter, the seed industry introduced a pilot project called the Seed Variety Use Agreement. A handful of new seed products are included in the Seed Variety Use Agreement. Posniak says the Crop Development Centre is monitoring the situation. At the CDC, sort of interested to see how that all plays out this year, given that uh, it's a test run, and then really assess how well that's worked and where it could fit uh, within each of our different crop portfolios. So that's sort of the role we're taking. We're here for information and looking at how we might be able to move that forward within the context of our breeding programs. But recognizing it is a balanced portfolio, we have a number of funders and 
And, you know, we need to be cognizant of the industry as a whole, what they're looking for in terms of funding the CDC. The Crop Development Center has released 450 varieties of cereals, oilseeds, pulses, flax, and forage seed over its nearly 50 years of existence. This week has been proclaimed Native Prairie Appreciation Week across Saskatchewan. Agriculture Minister David Merritt says residents are fortunate to live in a province filled with beautiful natural prairie. He says farmers take pride in their role as stewards of these lands. He says native grasslands are an important part of the prairie ecosystem. and Their protection is a priority for the entire agricultural industry. Native Prairie Appreciation Week runs June 14th to 20th. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Nelson GM, Assiniboia and Avonlea. If you are a Costco member, get huge savings on current 2019 and 2020 SUVs right now. Grain prices were showing upward movement in early trading. Viterra's prices for canola rose $1.70 at 436.18. Number one red spring wheat gained 228 at 229.68. The rest were unchanged. Durham 266.39. Feed barley 196.71. Flax 512.79. Lentils $714.50. Oats 264.16. Yellow peas 257.89. Feed wheat 172.88. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, July spring wheat is up three and a quarter cents at 523 and a half cent a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. And brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. Now the latest livestock quotations. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for Thursday, June the 18th. We had our last sale here in Weyburn on the 10th. We had over 800 head at this sale. D1 and D2 cows sold from 78 cents to 88 cents. D3 cows sold from 68 cents to 77 cents. Counter cows sold from 55 cents to 65 cents. Good butcher bulls sold from $1.20 to $1.32. We had a handful of steers and heifers at this sale. 800 to 900 pound steers averaged $1.52 and sold it to $1.55. Steers over 900 pounds averaged $1.22 and sold it to $1.55. 700 to 800 pound heifers averaged $1.63 and sold it to $1.75. 800 to 900 pound heifers averaged $1.51 and sold it to $1.65. And heifers over 900 pounds averaged $1.40 and sold it to $1.53. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets cattle and the prices too. Now the latest pork prices. Ham sold 5,800 hogs Wednesday, selling in a range of 115 to 148 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,000 head, selling in a range of 112 to 150 per CKG. Ham's number one sows this week are selling in the range of 19 to 25 cents per pound live weight. Ham's cash hog price today is mixed, and forward contract prices open mixed this morning. Coming up, the resource report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report. Export Development Canada is forecasting exports will fall 20.3% this year before rebounding in 2021. 
but it says the predicted rise of 19% next year will leave exports short of where they were in 2019 before the COVID-19 crisis. The EDC says the biggest declines this year will be in the automotive, energy and aerospace sectors, where exports are all forecast to fall by at least 30%. Excluding the energy and auto sectors, exports are expected to be down 14% this year. Wholesale sales in April fell to their lowest level in nearly seven years as the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic continued to spread throughout the economy. Stats Canada is reporting sales of $49.8 billion, down a record 21.6% from March and well above the 12.6% drop that economists had expected. Canada's main stock index was up in late morning trading, helped by gains in the technology sector and consumer staples. The TSX Composite Index was up 36 points at 15,465. In New York, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was down 21 points at 26,098. The Canadian dollar traded for 73.70 cents U.S. compared with 73.77 cents on Wednesday. The August crude oil contract was up 41 cents at $38.62 per barrel. That's the Resource Report. Stay tuned for the closing grain prices at 1.45 this afternoon and an Agri-News report at 3.45 p.m. Tomorrow morning, there's another Agri-News report at 6.45 a.m. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.